You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it like me? Is it the neighborhood? Is it no, something about you. the house? It's- 100% Do you think like I'm putting out this vibe so that everybody knows like every weirdo in the neighborhood? You put out like an aura around yourself and uh, possibly your home that like attracts these uh, I mean I don't feel like I'm very necessarily inviting to these people yet they show up and I do engage them in conversation so maybe that's part of the problem. You never engage. No I engage. Yeah see that's your problem right there. Yeah. You can't complain I'm about something if you're engaging. I'm standoffish but I do engage. Alright we, we have to get to the bottom of this. I need some <laughs> answers. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still and thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, I do want to say this. I think I may be, I might be on the verge of a bit of a cold here that's going on. So it's, uh, my head's a little stuffy. We're not talking about the smell. Just do not bring it up. I'm not going to bring up the smell. Oh my God. We won't even talk about that. Yeah. But I know when I'm sick because I, I can smell it in my nose. So it's it's this weird thing. I've always been able to do it. Just, yes. Okay. Let's Clairvoyant. People call it all kinds of different yes, things. Yes. He's but a anyways, nose psychic. I might be a nose psychic, but I don't have that smell yet. So I don't think I'm hundred percent sick, but I am a little bit uh, run down. So just wanted to get that out of there. Just want to let everybody know how I'm doing. All right. Also go to fathomplementradio.com and click on the Amazon link. If you're going to be making any purchases online, Sarah, how do you, uh, how do you shop online? I'm so glad that you asked me, Greg. First I go to the internet. I, I log on to the World Wide web. That's then, good. Um, yeah. Cause that's the way I can access it. Then I go to mm-hmm. funemploymentradio.com and then sure. right there, like a beacon in the darkness, I see a link to click on and it's the Amazon link and oh, I click yeah. on there and it takes me anywhere I want to go. Absolutely. And you can purchase anything you want anything to your, your heart desires. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. for business or pleasure, whatever it is. A little bit of both. Maybe your business is pleasure. Maybe you mix it up. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We're not judging. We just want you to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link there before you make your purchase. Never Tell any judgment here. all of your family and friends the next time you have like a family get together, you know, maybe you can print it out on little things and just pass it out to everyone like, hey, I've got a present for you. The present of the internet. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. All right, I think Be I had this sold, and now you're just you're continuing too far. Now, nah, see, I'm, well, I know you were doing a good job. But you always want to push it just a little no, bit further. I don't think that's how you, you just got to push it a little more. All right, well, anyway, go to our website, click on the Amazon link. Okay, we have a ton of stuff to get to today, but um, I do I do want to talk about this because there it's been happening so much lately that I really am uh, looking back, you know, over my years here, I'm starting to put it all together that. I think this is something strange, and I think it's out of the ordinary, okay. what's happening in my neighborhood. So for some reason, I believe, you know, and, and if you don't know, I own a house in Southeast Portland, um, and I've owned it for, for a number of years. I believe, for like though, a decade now, right? Over for a, a decade. While, for over, over a, a decade. decade, yeah. Wow. Uh, I've had it a long time. I owned a house before it was cool to own a house. That doesn't make any that sense at all. That makes no sense. Did I say I was kind of sick? Uh, so anyway. Yeah, I can tell when you're sick too because you're usually a little like whimsical and like a little discombobulated. But right now like – I just throw it making, out see if it works. You're not making a lot of sense. Uh, well, you know, I'm working yeah. on it. Well, anyway, I'll tell you what doesn't make sense. How many strange people show up at my door? This is the issue. So I'm starting to think it's not, it's not just like the neighborhood that I have something to do with this. Over this weekend um, – I had yet another person, and I'll kind of go back and talk about some of the other ones. I had yet another person show up on my front door 
A, well, this guy wanted to buy my roommate's car, which everybody wants to buy his car for some reason. That is so His car is not for sale, by the way. It's not for sale. It's just sitting in the driveway. There's no for sale sign on it or anything like that. But uh, people are obsessed with his car. And it's just like – I can't even remember what it is. It's an ordinary – I've seen it. It's like a white car and it's been – because he doesn't sedan. drive it. So it's, like it's just been sitting Mazda out there. or something. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, it's there. And I've had all these people come up wanting to buy it just unannounced, just walking up to the door. And yet another one showed up over this weekend. And they're always these really strange dudes who show up and they're they're kind of skittish. They, like, dance around a little bit when they're on my front porch. Because I can see when people come up. Are they doing, like, a little meth wiggle a little? Not a meth wiggle. Well, they got I, a little ants in their pants, but the, but the ants are meth? It wasn't a meth wiggle because the meth wiggle, I'm, a, I'm familiar with the meth wiggle just because, you know, having lived next door to meth heads for, for 10 years, I, I'm very adept at uh, pointing them out and understanding, you know, their different uh, body signals and how they, mm-hmm. how they communicate. You can identify them. Yeah, and this guy... These guys that have come most recently haven't necessarily had the meth wiggle. They've got the sketchy, uh, I want to buy your car, but I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I'm going to check out your house anyway, and uh, and then I'm going to ask for your number. And it's just weird. It's like this like stuttering cadence, and then it's a different person each time. Hmm. And although they do all kind of, yeah, I mean, they, they all kind of have the same vibe. So, but, but another guy showed up over the weekend, and that makes, I can't even tell you how many people have showed up wanting to buy that car. That is so weird. I mean, it's it's at least half a dozen, which that's a lot of people. That's just a lot of people. knocking on your door for a car that, again, has no for sale sign on no. it. No. Nothing. Uh-uh. It's, just parked in, it's just parked at your house. Yeah. Yeah. That is very odd. It's very strange. And now, so- I remember you talking about this before, and somebody had suggested that that might be some sort of distraction technique. Mm-hmm. So you made sure that like nobody was like looking in your backyard or looking in your house or anything. I mean, they can look in my backyard if they want to. There's, they've already stolen everything out of it. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot left to, to steal uh, that's not like locked up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody was looking in the backyard while I'm at the, I'm at the front door. I would probably know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and and then anytime I I do enter my door, I always hold the door like right behind me so they can't see inside. Good, yeah, yeah so that's I smart. Kind of stand there with good like job, one Greg. hand on the you door, did a good job. and I'm a little bit standoffish, but then I also do engage and talk to them. And I mean, I it's not just these guys. I get people all the time coming up and knocking on my door, and it's not like I have like a no solicitor sign, but I didn't think my house was that inviting. Why don't for you these get weirdos. a no solicitor sign? I mean, I guess I could, but then I don't want to be that guy. What's what's that guy? You don't want complete strangers coming up and harassing you well, on your front porch? I used to have to do that. That was my job for a little bit. Oh. I did I did uh, business-to-business sales, and that's a little bit different. You get told no a lot, and uh, some people yell at you and threaten you. But uh, I did that for quite a while. I also did, though, door-to-door briefly. That was not a fun job. That was a That was not fun. I did not enjoy that. But I so I feel kind of bad for people though that still have to go do it. I mean, you know, you got to make a buck somehow. The problem is there's just not very many people that are very good at doing that job, mm-hmm. going to door to door. You have to be a real. There's only a particular person that can really do that well. So, um, yeah, Keelan in the chat says uh, we have a no soliciting sign, and you know who knocks on my doors? Solicitors. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> They'll just come up with a way to say that they're not a solicitor, and they're still going to knock on that door. If anything, they may find it as a challenge just to go up oh, there. Oh, creepy. Knock. It's being pointed out maybe your house has been flagged in the meth head community as an easy target for some reason. 
okay, what do you mean by that? Like, so there, do you think the meth heads are communicating at their hive, you know, where they all get I don't back know, but your like, backyard has been broken into many, many times. They've, at this point. yeah, they've been, they've stolen things out of the backyard. That's for sure. That's why I said there's not much, there's not really anything else to steal mm-hmm. necessarily out of the backyard. I mean, they, that's all, it's all kind of gone. So, yeah, <laughs> everything else is locked up now. So, that's, that's not going to happen. And in my backyard, it's, it's not like it's right off the, Sidewalk, like you have to really take some effort. It's like to a get good like fifteen there. feet. Yeah, from, and from I make sidewalk, it. My yeah. gates are very hard to open intentionally, so it's uh, yeah. I I don't know, but they they anyway they figured that out and that's already taken care of. So maybe if I've been flagged, that's weird. Now that's interesting that there could be this underground community where they're flagging different places because there have been a lot of there has been a lot of crime in my neighborhood as we talked about last week. Yeah, in your particular neighborhood. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay, maybe that's it. But it's also just strange weirdos that come up to my door, you know, and that always try to talk to me And uh, when I'm outside of my house, and they always try to engage. Like I had a dude, this was a couple of months ago, some guy that came by asking for money, and then he had this long, elaborate story about how his car was at his buddy's house, but then the battery died, but then he went home and he had a couple of beers, and then he needed to go get his, buddy, his car from his buddy's house, but he had to take a bus, but they didn't have bus money. It was like this long story to ask for like two bucks. Oh, that's weird because that seems like it's, he's almost trying to keep you distracted. It could have been it's that kind of. I mean, it was it, seriously. It took him like five minutes to explain this thing, and finally, I'm just like, you know what, dude? It, I'll give you two dollars, and it's, I just gave him two dollars, mm-hmm. like just to just to go away because I was tired of hearing his story. And so, so there's that. Uh, it's 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 strange things that happen in there, you know. And then I still have like the meat guy that will come by. Um, you know the the random meat trucks. Oh, the meat guy's still out there. Meat guy's still out the there. The meat guy's never in my neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I would never. I don't want to meet the meat guy, but still. Yeah, and it happened over at my friend's house the other day. That they had a meat guy show up, and so if if you've never had this happen, the meat guys, and I don't know if it's just in Portland. I imagine it's not. I imagine it happens everywhere. Meat guys are these dudes. They have a big pickup truck, and they'll have a bunch of coolers in the back, and they'll just drive up. To your house and get out and and just walk right up to you. They don't have like a uniform on or anything like that. Just be like, "Hey, man, uh, you like steaks? Uh, hey, you looking for you looking for ribs?" And you're like, "What are you talking about?" And they always have this random frozen meat in the back of their truck in coolers that they're selling for a real good deal. And this is what they do. This is their whole business plan. Clearly, it's not legal. I mean, I wouldn't think so. I don't think that street meat is legal. Street meat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's always something where we ordered too much, man. We just got to they, uh, they say that every time. Yeah, we ordered too much. I've heard that. because well, It's they, never been offered to me, but I've seen them offer it to my mm-hmm. friends before. It's good meat, man. And I never buy it. And then they always get mad at me because I'm, I, I'm like, well, you don't, you don't like steaks? I'm like, no. No, I don't want, I don't want you to buy your steaks. just say you're vegetarian. Steaks. Yeah, I could do that. I, I probably could do that. That I feel like that would like anger them even more, and like so I, t- I just I don't know they're just they seem very intense and usually they get angry really easily, the uh, meat truck guys. So it's 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 just it's there's so many different things though that add up to where these strange people are coming to my house and I don't know if it's me if I'm if this is happening to I other people. Do other people get a lot of like like solicitors or random weirdos coming up and asking them things at their front porch? I mean, does that happen to other people, or is this? Just I me? know when I didn't have a separate like uh, entrance for my apartment, like when my door was actually uh-huh. exposed to the world. Uh-huh. I would I would get them, but I'd just hide from them. 
Yeah. Like I never answer the door. I never answer my door. Yeah. I answer the door because usually I'm – I don't know. I do. Like I why? I don't know. I like guess you I don't have to. You don't, you're not like legally required to answer your door if somebody's knocking. I know. But then I just feel weird. Why? Well, because I also have like a big window. So if I walk by it, then they're going to see that I'm in there. They, like, they so you know just don't I'm feel like answering. being disturbed right then. I don't think that's rude. They're coming onto your property. Yeah. And if you don't feel like talking, then you don't feel like talking. But you see, don't owe anyone anything. But see, then I want to know what they're up to. Like I want to know their game, what their story is, and then what's going on. Maybe I need to start walking around the neighborhood a little more and seeing if other people are doing this. Like if there's more solicitors. But or... t- should you go solicit to other people asking if they're having solicitors on their door? Yeah. I yeah. Make, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should start asking some of the neighbors, see, you know, go around door to door and ask them if they're getting solicitors and if they're if they're ticked off about it or what's happening or if it's just me. Because I just don't know if I'm the strange magnet or what's happening there. It's very it's very upsetting because I just don't know what's going on. Yes. It, it sounds like it's, it's very, very upsetting, upsetting for you. I mean, I do... I do walk by my window a lot. Maybe I need to start putting my window down. Probably. Yeah, because I have my bay, like a big uh, bay window. Well, it's a big window in my uh, living room. Is that does... that you walk in front of shirtless sometimes? I do walk in front of it shirtless, mm-hmm. yeah, in the morning. It's my house. I can do that if I want to. Mm-hmm. It's my right to walk around in my boxers in the morning when no one else is home if I want to do that. And I do do that. And if the window's open, people take a look. Hey, you know, enjoy the show. That's what's going on. And then I and then I walk through. Maybe this is adding to my feeling that maybe I'm the neighborhood weirdo. God, I wonder what other people say about me. I I do think about it sometimes, like what the other neighbors say. Because mm-hmm. there's the one neighbor I know she doesn't like me. I I know the girl across the street doesn't like me. She's a, kind of a newer neighbor. The That's one the California girl, right? California girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moved in. I don't know, a couple years ago or whatever. Um, yeah, she. I saw her at the neighborhood uh, drinking establishment, and she just avoided me. Walked away from me. Oh, like, oh, boy. I'm like, I, I'm like, we made eye contact. We know who each other are. Like, we know. Like, she, um, and I, I was trying to do the friendly, like, started smiling. Like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, great. You know, I know she doesn't like me. And, and I did the smile, and she just, like, bloop, walked the other way. I'm like, that's weird. You know? Well, sometimes you do it. Like, I'm, like, that happens to me a lot, particularly, like, I've lived in the same neighborhood for a long time, and I see a lot of people that I know. Uh-huh. And, like, sometimes you just don't feel like talking. It's nothing against the per- – it's not like you don't like the person. But sometimes you just don't have small talk in well, you I'm not like in, that moment. I'm not in, in the idea – I like, I don't want to, like, engage in a whole small talk. But I yeah. just wanted the acknowledgement of, like, hey, you're my neighbor. Hi. Mm-hmm. You know, just that. But nope. No, I've gotten it down to right where I just don't I, – what I found is if you don't slow down – yeah. Then it's okay. You could still say hi. And then you could be like, oh, hey, how you doing? They'll be like, good, how are you? I'm like, good. And then just just keep on walking. Yeah. Just keep your pace. You still yep. say the niceties and then you don't have to small talk. Well, but I wasn't walking where I was already sitting. Like I was already there. Okay. Well, place. then that's super awkward because then you're in the same place and then you know that she's seen you. But then you have to avoid each other's eye contact. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly what yeah, it was. Yeah, no, that happens because then yeah. like, it's been acknowledged that you're not going to acknowledge each other. Well, no. And that makes it even more uncomfortable. No, the worst part is I did start the acknowledgement process. I started that. I like. I was like, I looked up. I'm like, oh, well, yep, there she is. And again, I don't know her very much. I just, you can tell when somebody doesn't like you. I'm like, I know she doesn't like me. Uh, so that's fine. Whatever. I'm, I'm going to live my life and uh, somehow I'll survive knowing that she doesn't like me. But I did the... Start to smile like the nod, like, hey, you are my neighbor. I am acknowledging mm-hmm. I you. I am acknowledging and, your existence. And she met the eyes and then averted the eyes right away. 
But I know she saw me. I know she knows who I am. Maybe she didn't, though. I mean, I do that sometimes where I'm looking around. Someone will be like, you looked right at me, and, and I won't have realized that I did. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a possibility. Or maybe that's something I say, but I'm telling sometimes you, I totally do that where I ignore people. Well, I'm telling you, she was on a course where she would have walked right by me to some empty tables. And then as soon as I made eye contact, she averted her direction and went the other way and went all the way around after we made eye contact. I don't know. Um, <laughs> wow, what did you do to her? I, oh, uh, well, we don't. You just don't get along. Whatever, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. She's just, she is what, uh, we're different people, I think is what it is. There are some people that are just yeah. fundamentally different. We're different people. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly don't have the whole bottom line of why she doesn't but really Greg like me. But Greg thinks she's a real sweet spirit. Real sweet spirit. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's a very nice person. You know? Yes, just the best. But uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, uh, we're not the same people. I'm seeing some uh, issues in the chat here. Or people are bringing this up. Um, let's see. Keelan says, uh, but they're overthinking, so they're trying to outsmart people. Oh, people come up with excuses because uh, Abby said it. And this is in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Little do they realize when somebody has the elaborate lie that the fewer the details, the more believable the lie. Too much detail comes off as rehearsing slash trying too hard. That's true. Like when they're when they're going way too in depth with the with the lie. Um, mm-hmm. Cami says you're weird because you actually answer the door. So I I mean, but I that is yeah, like I do answer. I want to know why. I don't know. I just want to know what's up, what's going on. I mean, I get a lot of salespeople. I get a lot of weirdos. Well, what you do things. is you keep you continuously answer the door, but then you complain about it all the time. Yeah. So just stop answering because I want Yeah, but if I don't answer the door, then they're going to think nobody's home. What are they going to do? I get the other thing I get a lot of are people wanting me to sign petitions. I get so many petition people. Oh, that's people. so awkward. I hate that's or why people I, asking for like even five dollar donation to whatever their cause is, and you know more power to everybody going for their causes. But I get it solicited <sighs> a lot, and I never recognize what the organization is. No, on Hawthorne, that's why I've had to start. Like I don't go anywhere without my headphones now. Anywhere, because the Hawthorne yeah. people, like the clipboard people, have started to like th- – they're getting more aggressive because they're, you know, they're now getting used to being ignored. So they're having to up the ante a little. Yeah. So I'll be doing this thing where I'll be walking and listening to music or something. And then I'll see someone kind of like step kind of into the street, like into my path and mm-hmm. start like waving uh-huh. at me. And I'm like, what is going on? I'll look at them. They'll be like, hey, and try to like mimic, like to take off my headphones and as they're blocking my way and like oh. frantically waving, yeah, it's too much. It's the, see, and that's it's just too much. Yeah, though that is too much. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. And that. I couldn't even I imagine be. like having to deal with that on my front doorstep. You're, it's all the time, and it's, it'll be like some organization. Like I don't even know what it is. So it'll be like X. A lot of it is <laughs> no, because they look like their feelings are so hurt, and I'm like, I yeah, I I don't care. I don't want to yeah. sign this. Like X felons for tree conservation of the forest butterfly of the Southern Willamette Valley uh, Reserve. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, save the butterflies or or whatever. Like, yeah, but we could really use a donation. Would fifty dollars work for you? I'm like, no, no, this is not going to work for me. No, I'm I'm sorry, I I can't donate money. And then they'll just run it down again. More power to everybody who's out there soliciting for your cause. But I'm sorry. If you come to my door and ask for 50 bucks from me, I'm not going to give you 50 bucks. Right, I, I don't have asked, 50 bucks. Greg, do you keep answering your door because you're always hoping that it's secretly going to be a publisher's clearinghouse? That would be kind of cool if it was like a secret show like showed up. Like, and we're like, it's hey, never going to surprise, be Greg. Greg Dibbler, you're the winner of a million dollars. And the giant check shows up. That All you're going to cool. be the winner of is like people like trying to like check out your house to see what kinds of things you have in there that they can take. Yeah. Don't answer the door anymore. You know, and I'm, the more I'm thinking about that, a lot of the ones that where they have me sign things, 
or they want me to sign things. Like they'll have this book, but it's all like worn and like like clearly it's been like soaked in the rain a bunch and it's like tattered pages and they want me to sign somewhere and give them money. There's no way they're all legal. There's no, no way all Greg, these are working. No. Hmm. And you're probably on some list where there's like, hey, easy mark right here. He just answers the door every damn time. Yeah. Dang it. I probably am. They're like, yeah, this guy will answer. This sucker will answer the the door. Crap. And then meanwhile, they're scoping things out. All right. I need to get to the bottom of this some more. Yeah. You need to like not be opening your door to strangers anymore. If somebody's out there – and again, I'm not trying to – I've done it. I've done the door-to-door stuff. But if you uh, if you are one of those, you're people, not talking you about the wholesome like door to door person who's trying to make a living. Like it seems like you are more. I'm getting the, I'm getting the real. You're getting ones. the sketchy people. Yeah, and who have like the guy collecting the money the last time he came by, um, like writing on people. ratty books and looking. Yeah, in it's all ratty book, and... and he just had this old envelope with like some cash in it. He's like, "Yeah, would you like to donate to our cause?" And I couldn't, and he can't even explain really what the cause was. Like I have no idea, other than it was ex felons for something. Wow. Yeah. So he's even telling you he's an ex-felon as he's standing on your... Yeah, he's, yeah he said he's he was a, an ex-felon. You, he's a felon. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, he, he was an ex-felon. An ex-felon. Uh-huh. Which, you know, everybody deserves a second chance, but uh, the presentation did lack a little bit, I gotta say. I would have found <laughs> the presentation needed to be a bit more I believable. Mean, yeah. Or maybe be able to communicate what your cause is exactly to where I'm not confused in the first sentence that you're saying. it. Like, I don't even understand... All I heard was ex-felon, dude. I don't know what you're even talking about, but you got a ratty book, and you got an envelope full of cash, and you want me to put money in it. I'm like, eh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to pass. I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, boy. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Got a couple stories to start off with out of Florida. This one's out of Panama City, Florida, Greg. Panama City. Panama City. Well, a Florida man has been arrested after he allegedly broke into a woman's car and, uh, oh, her car and her home to leave pairs of underwear that he wanted her to wear. Ooh, this was a stranger? According to arrest reports. Well, this uh, I don't know if he was a stranger or if he was just kind of obsessed with her. This guy's name is uh, Isatro Sanchez. He's 58 years old. He was charged last week with stalking three counts of burglary of an unoccupied dwelling and a count of burglary, uh, burglary of an occupied dwelling. So I think the unoccupied was probably the car. Yeah. Occupied apartment. Uh, so the sheriff's office initially responded a few months ago to uh, an initial stalking complaint that was filed by the woman. So the victim complained of finding ladies' underwear left in her unlocked vehicle and at her home on the railing on her front porch. <laughs> How creepy is that? I mean, what would you do if you had had somebody that dropped uh, well, I mean, found make extra a sh- underwear? I'd make a, sh- make a show bit out of it, clearly, yeah, but well, I know yeah. that we're different. Yeah. I mean, I would, would be like, wear it? I would be like this, are you kidding me? That is so gross. Okay, no, Greg, I would not wear... I'm just asking questions. That's all I asked. Like, you would have to ask me that question. Like, I would wear a pair of weird underwear. What if it was the tags were still on it? No. Okay. Nobody, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Right, well, then the question's no. been answered. All right, so anyway, she found a um, lady's underwear in her unlocked vehicle and at her home on the railing hanging from her front porch. Uh, handwritten notes to her oh. were also left alongside the underwear. 
Uh, the notes were written by someone who knew her name and expressed a desire to see the victim wearing them. She also found that she had underwear stolen from her house, only to be later placed on her porch with the other underwear that he was dropping off. This oh my god, this a guy very was breaking, underwear heavy story. He was breaking into her house. Yeah, he broke into her house, took some of her underwear, and then he's also leaving some with her or for her. Ooh. And she didn't know this person. She did not know this person. So uh, then in April, so April thirteenth, a couple weeks ago, um, while she was at work, her, the boy, her boyfriend heard someone enter their residence while he was still there, and he confronted the male neighbor of the victim, and he was standing in the kitchen, so it was her next-door neighbor. Oh. The suspect fled from the scene into the woods, but the cops <laughs> were able to locate and you. arrest the suspect, who identify, who they were identified as um, Mr. Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez would not answer any questions, but investigators were able to speak with family members about the suspect's behavior. Consent was uh, provided to search his home. Where authorities allegedly uh, located items belonging to the victim. Ugh. Also, there was a large quantity of female underwear consistent with the size, brand, and style recovered by the victim in and around her residence. Okay, I don't think I have any neighbors breaking into my house and stealing my underwear. I'm pretty confident. If anyone like broke into my house and stole my underwear, they'd be like severely disappointed. <laughs> I don't have like. <laughs> Why would they be disappointed? I don't, because I just don't. Uh, uh, I don't spend like a lot of money on. I'm not like all like lacy. I don't know like, if it's necessarily fancy that these guys are going. That where are they going? I don't. I guess I don't understand the draw. I mean, I mean, I guess I understand the draw. Uh, again, I'm. I don't know for sure. Not being an underwear thief kind of person, but I'm uh, guessing. I don't know. I don't think it's the fancy that they're going for. I think it's just the knowledge that it's been I think it worn. just depends on what the end game is. It's like they know, they know it's been worn. I think it's their end game. Yeah, like if they want to like wear them or if they want to Other use things. them. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, remember I told you I was going to WSU when uh, there was that, that panty thief. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like man. Thousands of pairs. From, yeah, that's so gross. From even, like, I think close to my dorm. I don't know if it was from my dorm. I don't know. All right. So, anyway, yeah, don't take people's underwear or leave underwear for them if they don't want you to leave no, underwear. No, it's them not a good end. idea. Okay. Uh, another Florida story out of Fort Walton Beach. A 43 year old woman who became increasingly upset that a man would not stop playing the xylophone in the kitchen of her home apparently got back at him by dumping a pan of cold grease on his head. He would not stop playing the xylophone. Which well, I mean, that would be annoying, but what's the relationship a, between these? It's kind of a jarring instrument sometimes. What's the relationship between these two? Uh, let me see. So it says, according to her arrest report, she had asked him, her boyfriend, her boyfriend, okay. uh, she had asked him repeatedly to stop playing that darn xylophone, and when he didn't, she grabbed the pan of cold grease and dumped it on his head. Well, the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office deputy noticed that, yes, the man indeed had wet spots on his shirt and shorts. <laughs> And that there was a puddle of liquid on the floor near the xylophone. She was arrested for assault. I mean, it was cold grease. It was cold grease. That'd be That's really gross, so though. So gross. That's really gross. So gross. Like, it would just be like How long was he playing the xylophone, though? How long do you think it would take for you to snap to dump a vat of cold grease on someone? If they were really good, I could listen to it for a little while. But no, I would snap fairly I would snap fairly quickly I don't know how long though I mean I do that like would be a good... bold move to dump the grease I'll tell you why there's two reasons I wouldn't dump the grease one because I know that person that I dump it on if this is my own house I'm gonna have to clean it up 
So thinking for myself. I have no like moral quandaries about it. It's the fact that you would have to clean up the grease. I don't want to have to clean up the grease because I know they're not going to clean it up. Okay. I'm not going to dump it on them. Then they're going to be like, oh, you were right. Let me clean all this up. So I might just put up with it for a while. Okay. No, I wouldn't. What would I do? You'd probably just try and snatch the xylophone away from them. Yeah, eventually I'd sabotage it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what happened with that story. Greg, I know that you're a fan of this this food product. And thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Let's see who, uh, from a few people, I just got another one too. Uh, Jez. Thank you, Jez, for sending this to me. Greg, there's been a food recall. I know that you were very upset the last time when I was telling you about the taquitos. I was upset about the taquito recall. There was a taquito recall where there was Which, like because I'm pretty sure I had bought those taquitos. Yeah, they were probably already, still. They were them. already consumed at they that point. They had already been consumed. Now, and I know you get these because I've seen you bring them to the studio and then you leave them in the freezer for way too long. What frozen hash browns? What there has now been a frozen hash brown recall due to the possibility that the hash browns have been mixed in. With extraneous golf ball materials. What? Um. Okay. So uh, it's these are hash browns. I'm sure you don't even know the brand of the hash browns that you usually consume. No, but I'll say this. I ate a frozen hash brown this morning because oh. I got one from the uh, from a mart. Well, or, be or wary if you're ingesting any kind of frozen hash browns Shit. because the <laughs> potatoes may contain. Contain pieces of golf balls. But seriously, I just according ate one to hash brown this makers. morning. Uh, so this is McCain Foods USA, one of the biggest creators of frozen hash browns here in the States of America. Uh, they issued a recall notice on the U.S. Food and Drug Administration site saying the hash browns could be con- contaminated with golf ball materials and that they may have been inadvertently harvested that is, the golf balls might have been inadvertently harvested along with the potatoes to make this product. Consumption of these products may pose a choking hazard or other physical injury to the mouth. So uh, the so oh yeah, so they're doing a lot of them. Ones that they do, uh, that they deliver. My stomach kind of hurts. Oh, so it's all different kinds of hash browns. So the shredded ones, um, the southern style hash browns, the frozen hash browns. Uh, so if you do want to check to make sure uh, to see if your hash browns might contain golf ball parts, the production code on the back of the packaging is B170119. I don't know what it is. I mean, I they made it. it was the contaminated frozen. products oh. should be thrown away immediately. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty hardcore. And McCain Foods has not responded to a request to comment on the issue further. No explanation. I don't know if they're making hash browns in the same place as a golf ball factory. Don't know, Nobody Greg. knows. Nobody knows, Greg. Crap. This could be a big issue for me. I try not to eat them very often. But damn, I do love them. You do love I them. I do like those you little hash like brown them things. A lot. I know you do. Yeah. You really do. Uh-huh. Crap. Okay. Well, just don't think about it too much. How your stomach is probably full of golf ball parts. I just feel a little stabby right now. All right, and I finally have a story out of uh, the UK, out of uh, Whitehaven, Cumbria. Do you know where that is? I I am unfamiliar with Whitehaven, Cumbria. 
Really? You're usually so like pretentious about this stuff because you know where everything is. I can name every country in the world. I can. I can name every country in the world. Well, where's Cumbria? Cumbria, asshole. Well, you said it's in the United Kingdom. That's not a country. Where is it? A part of England, I guess, or the United Kingdom. I, I don't know where it is. Good in, job, Greg. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. All right, this is my favorite headline because it seems so American, but this happened in a small town in the UK. The UK's fattest town <laughs> descended into chaos over the weekend after locals flocked to a new Domino's pizza that was giving away free food. <laughs> Police had to be called in. <laughs> Again, this is the UK's fattest town. How, I don't are, know they, how, how are they known as the fattest I, town? It says the Do town, they wear this with pride or is this They have a, been ridiculed as the fattest town in England. All right. So <laughs> police had to be called into the brand new opening of Domino's Pizza to keep order in Whitehaven, Cumbria. After an <laughs> offer of the first hundred pizzas for free sparked a feeding frenzy. <laughs> Stunned witnesses said people pushed and shoved. Stunned witnesses. The stunned witnesses who live in the fattest town in the UK said people pushed and shoved in an attempt to to get in the line. And some families abandoned cars on the roads to rush to grab their free pizzas. (laughs) Uh, Andrew Burns, who's a uh, resident of the town, says cars are ditched everywhere. Police are called all for free pizza. (laughs) Another onlooker says, this, this town is ridiculed for being the fattest in England, and this is the result when the new pizza shop opens. People were called because of the sheer volume of greedy people pushing and shoving for their free pizza. Now, don't get me wrong. If it was a free pizza, I would want Juicy one as well. awesome. Okay. Oh, I found out how they know it's the fattest town. So a survey, by, a survey by Public Health England found that Whitehaven's borough of Copeland is the fattest in England in 2014. With a staggering 76% of the population morbidly obese. <laughs> uh, so I mean, the Whitehaven mayor is fighting back against that stereotype. He's, uh, he's complaining that there are too many fast food outlets in the area, this fattest town in the UK. Uh, he says, I am not having a go at Domino's, but it's terrible how many kebab shops and pizza outlets are out there now. It's kebab shops? Yeah, kebabs. Kebabs. I went on a kebab shop. You go to England, they're everywhere. You can get a kebab. I like kebabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so now he said it's a shame that people don't really cook. There's nothing the council can do. There's an obesity problem across the country. <laughs> well, a spokesperson for Domino said, We were delighted to receive such an enthusiastic welcome <laughs> <laughs> from the residents of Whitehaven, and we look forward to bringing the unique taste of Domino's to the area. They know it's just because it was the free part, that was the main. I just love how antagonistic that is. We were delighted to receive such an enthusiastic <laughs> welcome. Oh. So anyway, uh, if, if that's ever in a trivia question, now you know the fattest town in the UK is Whitehaven, Cumbria. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. <laughs> I like how the, like, the way they word it to a feeding frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> stunned onlookers. That's stunned what onlookers gasped as cars were stunned abandoned. Stunned people walking, staggering out of the store, just blankly staring <laughs> off into the distance over the pizza atrocity they've just witnessed the and were part frenzy. of. Random pepperonis on the floor. Some, <laughs> some guy like sit, sitting in a fetal position, like greedily, like eating a piece of pizza. <sighs> I want to be in a fetal position. I wish there was video of this. I I want to see this. Uh, I will try my hardest to see if I can find any. Please find some. I will. Okay. That's amazing. (laughs) All right. um, Can we can we do a little bit of ball talk? I've got some. There's not a lot. A little bit. 
a little bit. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Um, if you work for ESPN and you are a media personality, you are probably sweating it right now. Because uh, ESPN, and Disney being the ultimate owner of ESPN because Disney owns everything, has said that uh, subscriber numbers have dropped for ESPN and they are demanding a cost-cutting uh, measure in which this time, this round, they just did one not very long ago. This time, though, they're going to cut about, see, it says more than 40 people, all of them talent, will be cut. Oh, yeah. From across video, radio, writers, everything are going to be cut from ESPN. So uh, it's all going to be happening. The cuts begin on May 1st. This is the problem, like, especially anything in media like this, and I know this happens in other businesses too. It's like you know the deadline, like May 1st. So you have a week to sit there and sweat. And they said the cuts may last until May 9th. So there's going to be like an eight-day purging, ten-day purging. Or they'll just pick one day knows. before, like between now and the first. It could be like, you know, this Thursday, and they'll just cut everybody. Usually Maybe. they rip off that band-aid, like, you think you have enough time. And well, then, no, but I mean, here's the thing, though. They're saying the cuts, okay, the cuts will mostly be done by May 9th, but it may extend until May 16th. So everybody there is going to be sweating it, worrying about their jobs. Wow. But yeah, they are going to be... Uh, Cutting it down. Yeah, in 2015, they cut around 300 employees. But now, yeah, they're cutting They're cutting the faces, the people who make more money. So they're, uh, they're going to be getting cut at ESPN. All right, moving on to ball talk. It's just a random potpourri of balls. A little smattering, a little this, a little that. Um, LeBron James. In the news, Cleveland Cavaliers completed their sweep of the Indiana Pacers in the NBA playoffs. And uh, LeBron James has now reached third place on the NBA's all-time postseason scoring list. He's already there at third place. He's only 32 years old. He passed Kobe Bryant. So now he's just behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he actually could catch Kareem. um, Assuming Cleveland goes all the way to the finals, he could definitely catch Kareem in this and be second on the all-time list. I think Magic Johnson's number one. So anyway, LeBron James... Scores a lot of points. And, uh... <laughs> Shocker. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. The, uh... Jackass of the Year Award, still still in the running for it, is, uh... LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball, if you don't know who he is, he is the father of Lonzo Ball. It's so funny that I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about whenever you say that now. Lonzo Ball... He has two sons. Yes, they three. tried to package them together. Yes, three sons. Yeah, uh, Lonzo Ball is a well was a star at UCLA. He's going in the jet draft, the NBA draft, which will be this summer, and he's uh, projected as the number two pick. He's a he's a very good player. It's not really Lonzo Ball's fault that his dad is <laughs> making proclamations that's going to probably hurt Lonzo Ball. Um, so his dad, Lavar Ball has made such claims as that his son is better than Steph Curry. Um, He has made claims that he himself, uh, (laughs) LeVar Ball, could have beaten Michael Jordan one-on-one when he was younger. Of course he could have. That doesn't sound like a crazy person would say that at all. Not at all. Well, you're crazy to say that your son is better than Steph Curry. 
that's insane. Maybe eventually he could be. I don't know. Don't know his talent uh, window, but I can tell you right now, he is not better than Steph Curry. Um, and uh, he's also been saying a lot of other things. You know, he wants to package his three sons into a for a shoe contract for a billion dollars. He's offering it up to various shoe companies, saying for a billion dollars you can have all three of his sons signed. But in spite of that, in spite of the lack of billion dollar offers reigning in. He has also said now that he, with his company, the Big Baller brand, is going to be scaring Nike with their amazing success. So they said that Nike is, I believe it was paraphrased, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, is shaking in their boots or something oh like that. Oh boy, okay. Over the uh, power of the Big Baller brand that's going to be taking over things, so... Lonzo Ball or Lavar Ball, not going in, not going away. Apologies to Lonzo Ball, because by all accounts, I don't have any. I don't think the kid's really done anything other than he just plays basketball. It's, and his dad's clearly supportive, but it's so far over the board. Must just be so embarrassed. He's gonna make <laughs> his life hell because every NBA player is seeing what this guy's saying. Oh yeah. I mean, I am gonna be excited to watch a game wherever he ends up, just to watch an NBA player's go off on him for a little bit. But there we go. Lonzo Ball and his dad, LeVar Ball. <laughs> um, all right. Finally in ball talk, I'll just uh, let's see. There's The NHL playoffs are happening. I they know, sure something, are. Something with that. So I don't know. There's some teams that play in that. and I'm in a league. Looks like I'm probably going to win it. I'm sure. You're, he's not going to win it. I'm sure it's going to be fine. By the way, I will say this. I am in a league with... Uh, with some uh, wonderful listeners and some Canadians and friends. And it's a bracket league where you pick who's going to win. And I am the current defending champion. I am the champ from last year. I beat everybody against all the odds. I won. I'm confident that's going to happen this year. Montreal Canadiens maybe had a little bit of a setback. Perhaps I should have stuck with my first pick, the Washington Capitals. But... I made a last-second change, and now I'm, maybe I shouldn't have you made should that last-second change. should never make a last-second change. Well, the, the problem was I shouldn't have bet on a Montreal Canadiens hockey team. Clearly, it's the American teams that win this thing, so I should have bet on that. Statistically, oh, tonight, that's right. Did you already say, is tonight the last, I mean, not the last, I mean, they're still in the running toward becoming America's next top, moving to the next round. The NBA uh, playoffs do continue today. The <laughs> Portland Trailblazers hosting the Golden State Warriors. They uh, they they played it. They fought valiantly on uh, Saturday for three quarters. the The Blazers have a have a pretty solid two and a half three quarter team. Yeah, for sure. They cannot compete in the fourth quarter against a team like the Golden State Warriors. It's just isn't Golden State's so good. It's ridiculous. And uh, however, I think. I think pretty much all Trailblazers fans know we weren't going to beat the Golden State Warriors in the first round. Like, you're not going to beat them in advance. But it would be nice to win one game. Just one. Just so it's not that clean 4-0 sweep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Tonight's the night. I mean, everything's on the line. I, I suspect, um, well, Yusuf Nurkic, one, isn't going to play tonight. Because why bother? We'll just rest him. You're not playing for anything. You know, you're playing to win one game, which would be great. And then you go back to Golden State, and then that'll probably be the end. And I'm sorry. It's just true. Just, Golden State's just a far better team. And we'll we'll see how they react. 
I mean, Damien and CJ will not go down easily. They're they're gonna fight. But unfortunately, it's a two-person team that the Blazers have, and I don't know if two people can can even summon one win against against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but there we go. That is it. So tonight might that could possibly be the last game of the Blazers season. If I had a prediction to make on this game, I think the Warriors come out and they get ahead quick, and they keep that lead and they don't let up at all, and they just squash it. There's a video of Draymond Green um, yelling in the uh, Portland tunnels, like before, before, or after he went out. I can't remember which one. Where he's, I think it was before, where he's just yelling out, "Rip their fucking hearts out!" Oh, God. talking about the Blazers, which is that's what they do, though, man. They're killers. Like they are, they're good. And, and he's right. You, you remove all sense of any hope that you can win, and just cut it out, and just just ruin it. I mean. They're a good team. What can you say? Mm. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe the Blazers can manage one tonight. So that'll that'll be tonight. But there we go. I think that's about it, though. We'll leave it on that note. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Again, defending champion for the NHL Bracket Challenge. Oh, boy. My knowledge is more powerful than even people who watch. Well, Chucky, I'm clearly, I've, I've. I'm gonna Somebody, some, someday someone's going to take like your bragging too seriously and and really think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I manage to win this thing, that'll be that'll be amazing. But yeah, it's uh, turns out uh, not watching hockey doesn't help you necessarily when picking teams. I <laughs> like watching hockey. Oh no, I like hockey too. I, but mm. I mean, I don't watch it yeah. during the season. Well, especially yeah. now since you picked the wrong team, way to go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Whoopsie yeah. Daisy. Whoopsie Sharks Daisy. didn't do me any favors either. San Jose Sharks did not do me any favors. I backed the wrong Canadian team. Should have gone with the Oilers. All right. Um, we do have uh, a birthday that I wanted to, I wanted to give a shout-out for. Yes. And this, I, I noticed this. He didn't write in, I, I believe, asking for one. But I do want to make sure that we acknowledge that it was Brahim's birthday. Brahim! Brahim! You can't get away with not telling us, buddy. We saw yep, it. We saw Facebook's Never Lie. And uh, I did see that it was Brahim's birthday. So we want to give a shout out to Brahim. Happy birthday, Happy Brahim. birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, how you feeling? You feeling a little better? Feeling a little better. Good. Yep. The smell's not there, so Stop. it's doing okay so far. All right, I think that's probably about it for today. So. Yeah, I think that's all she wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio, we will have our interview with uh, Mr. Joe Sib. Who is rad. Joe Sib is awesome. And so he's, uh, we'll be playing that tomorrow. Punk rocker comedian. We've, yep. uh, we've interviewed him a couple times before. A couple times. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, and he has a new album coming out. So yeah. we're super psyched to talk to him about that. Yeah, Joe Sib's great. And so uh, the, he'll, he'll be on the show tomorrow. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. We really do appreciate it. Go to our website, click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page, or any of the other fine sponsor links that we have there. If you're doing any traveling, click on the Expedia or Hotels.com links right there. Book all your traveling. <laughs> all, all your traveling. Going. All your traveling, wherever you're going. Wherever you're traveling. Where you going. What you doing. That was weird. Um... 
Did I say send us an email? Funemploymentradio.gmail.com? I don't think you did, Greg. Or you might have said it more than once. I might have. But you can always send us an email. Also, subscribe on iTunes. If you uh, have not, that actually does uh, help out spread the word of the show. Even mm. if even if you don't listen to the show on iTunes. But if you have an iTunes account, just go there and hit subscribe. Maybe leave a review. Because it boosts, the way iTunes works is it boosts your, um, boosts how often you appear in different lists on there. Mm. So if you can, go there, hit subscribe on iTunes. And uh, maybe leave a little review. That'd be glorious. Maybe leave a little review. Say, hey, I like this show. It's a fun show. That's all. It just helps. Okay. It goes a long way to help. It sure does. <laughs> all right. I think that's about it. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate each and every one of you. I'm just going to leave me out here to hang, huh, sir? I'm just letting you. I'm not going to close out. Not I'm not going to help me out at all there. All right. No, all right. We, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Let's go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.